everyone. In this episode of History Unloaded with Danny and Ashley, we're going to talk about something that we talk about a lot. It's a question we get a lot, which is, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> do we get that question a lot? No, but people ask, well, if you could have anything, what do you want for the museum? Oh, yeah. I know we've talked about like things that we want for the museum, but let's be selfish this year. Let's talk Ooh. about what we want. What? Okay. Okay. I remember one time as a... This is not really relevant to the episode, but <laughs> I have asked for gun-related stuff for Christmas over the years. The most outrageous of which is, I think I was like, I don't know, probably like 10. And I definitely asked for a pair of like night vision goggles. That's not an inexpensive Christmas gift, Danny. <laughs> no, I had no idea what they cost. I was 10. Well, I had, this isn't Christmas, but like I got my my first fake gun. Um, it was not like operable. It was just kind of like one of those ones you can buy at a museum that are super cool, but they don't do anything. Uh, it was a brown bass musket mm-hmm. from, I think, not Williamsburg, but I want to say it was one of those close. It was close to there. I saw it and I was like, I want that because I just started studying guns and I got it for my birthday actually. And my mom like wrote a riddle, like on a, like a piece of paper, like there was like a riddle. And I had to solve the riddle to find the present to like know what the present was. And I'm very bad at riddles. So I think I needed help. I don't know. Uh, my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, so I could just make it all up. But uh, yeah, I like had to like go searching for it in the house. And then I found it down in our basement. And it was that was a pretty cool day for that's, me. That's um, a very bizarre story. Not that it's that weird of a story, but um, I'd never really met anybody that did anything like this until you just said that story when i was very young our my grandmother would leave riddles for all of us and they were like multiple you know looking back on it now i'm sure they were relatively easy because you know she was writing them for kids but we had like three or four things to solve to find our christmas presents from her so our christmas eve tradition was going to grandma's house and then she would hand us a riddle and then we would search all over the house for the actual present and when i was really little Again, not related to the point of this podcast and probably too much Danny origin story, but <laughs> they I got a Playmobil set and the final hiding spot was in the oven and I got really upset because I thought, oh no, what if I hadn't found it in time? It would have burned up. Oh, that's so sad, Danny. But I, I found it in time and it didn't burn up. And that's definitely how ovens work. <laughs> that's so sad, Danny. I mean, I found it. It's fine. I think I got mine on my like 19th birthday or 18th birthday or something like that. Um, but anyways, we can, we, I mean, we can always talk about something in the museum, like, uh, Ooh, I just thought of something. I yeah. thought of something. Let's hear what it. from the museum would be on your Christmas list. Oh, now you're going to make me sound like I'm stealing stuff. <laughs> We're not stealing things. We also don't recommend straw purchases. Yeah. disclaimer we are not endorsing any kind of illegal transfer of but if firearms. you could take some so okay i'm gonna broaden it out if what so like any museum you've ever been to hmm. what would make your christmas list if you could have that thing Ooh. This is it. i made this better than the episode was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> the episode um, was gonna just be like the same thing we've done 50 times we haven't done wish list 50 times but we have done it before Three. um what could I have from any museum for myself? Yeah, for yourself. We're for not myself. we're not doing this acquisition for the museum stuff because okay, it doesn't work. We've done selfish. it. We've done it before, and nobody gives us those things. So, in the true spirit of Christmas, this is purely selfish. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Um, I'm gonna have to think about that one. Oh, William, what would I have? Um, I would totally uh, take the Derringer that was used to assassinate Lincoln. So this is a this is <laughs> we're just gonna gloss over like I didn't say that. Yeah, we'll we'll just pretend when that one comes up thefted. <laughs> Actually, not the, the lead suspect. Um, I have two. Well, actually, I don't know if I really... The first thing that came to mind, but I don't think I actually want, because um, I don't know where I'd put it in my house, and it would have to be a coffee table or something, I guess, would be the witness tree that's at the front of the Gettysburg Museum that we've talked about before. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. The thing I actually think I would want, um, also from Gettysburg, is there's a, there's a pair of Whitworth artillery pieces near the Peace Memorial. I may have mentioned those on the podcast before, but I, I really like Whitworth and they're cool. So I want those. Um, if I think about Gettysburg, I just, I, I would like to steal the panorama, please. <laughs> so I can spend more than five minutes at a time in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got, a, I got like a, a turret at the top of my house so I could like stick it up there. The cat could see it. She likes to go up there. Yeah. Um, so I did say that I would like the Derringer used to assassinate Lincoln, but, um, I also would love to get, um, I don't really know of any that exist out there, but I'm sure they are like other museums. I'd love to get something that came from Longstreet. That'd be cool. Yeah. Civil War general. Um, but then there's also this pair of pistols from the Smithsonian. I would totally take just because I wasn't allowed to put them on loan to the Cody, um, and it's, and I, and I hate this man so much, but like Jeb Stewart, um, there's a pair of p- presentation pistols that were made for him when they thought that he was going to get, um, promoted after Stonewall Jackson died. So they're made to his new title that he never received. Ow. Brutal, right? Brutal. Like- <laughs> um, and so that one's still for you for not the museum. Um, I was trying to think of anything else that I want from like a museum that I've like been to lately as a, as a Christmas gift. Um, I would get you the cavalry saber in the collection, the Cody collection. Oh yeah. I have a, or not that, not the saber, sorry, the bayonet. Oh, the big one. The big bayonet. That's That's what, if I was stealing for you, I would get that for you. That could be a fun game. So <laughs> if you were buying for me with no idea what I want for Christmas, you'd grab the saber that bayonet. is a bayonet and silly long. That's but that not would the be gun, just the, just the saber bayonet. You'd have, yeah, to, nothing kind of goes you'd have to live your life trying to track that one down. Um, if I mean, some of those are out there in the private collector world. So I'm not saying you have to get me one now, but if one of those ever show up, that would be an excellent gift for me. Um, Used exclusively to cut cake. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely, in my house, I would definitely use that to cut cake. Um, man, I don't know what I'd get you if I was getting something from <laughs> a museum. Because I can think of what I would like like from museums that I think, oh man, that's a really cool artifact. But I'm, I'd have to rethink what I would be getting for you if I was like shopping in a museum. What would I get for Ashley? Something super messed up. Yeah, it would be... There's nothing in the CFM that's macabre enough to be the right gift. Yeah, it's true. Um, I, ooh, I I did go to a museum recently. Um, they had what was it? I'm trying I'm trying to get the description right. 
but so it was a it was another historic site that has like what it used to be a jail and so they did have like an execution on the premises and so they had some of the artifacts related to the execution and they had they since it was like the only jail around they had like a men's section and a women's section so i'd probably like i don't know i'd find something creepy from that i probably wouldn't get anything directly tied to the execution but like i don't know there's enough like weird eyeball stuff that was like prisoner belongings yeah honestly anything weird messed up early medicine i'd probably be down for get you a civil war surgery kit yes or the like syphilis thing like have you ever seen those like at the uh, that was an odd flex but like there's like you know what i'm talking about like the giant syringes that they use yeah like they had them in like the colonial williamsburg like pharmacy shop has them um like they they use that for a long time i mean like i'm not saying oh to get me <laughs> I just a found a syringe, but I know the I know the gift I would get you. If I could if I could get you anything, absolutely anything for Christmas, museum ethics out the window a long time ago, I would get you Daniel Sickles like. I know I totally like literally at the exact same time you realize that I was like, oh my god, I want Daniel Sickles leg. Yes. Yeah. And like the note that he like left yeah. it like dear so and so, here's my leg. Yep. Yeah, that is. And then I would never get you anything else ever again because I, I am so it. sick, uh, like in multiple ways. Yep. That is 100 percent what I want for Christmas. <laughs> Daniel Sickles leg. So you weirdos out there, if you want to get me something. I wonder if I can call it. Like, where, is it Smithsonian now or is it a different museum? In uh, National C- Civil War Medicine or National Medicine Museum. Now I'm looking at it. So like Major General Dan Sickles was an idiot. Um, no, he wasn't an idiot. He was just ridiculous. Um, and he was during the Civil War. I don't know if I said that, but like see, he was just a weirdo, like just such an odd character. And he got his leg, you know, shot off during the battle. Of, which battle was it? It was at Gettysburg. It was Gettysburg. Yeah. Um, I like I just pulled up the website and it's Mad Dan Sickles. <laughs> um, so like he, you know, so he has leg blown off. And like they like their stories were like he was like carried off the battlefield with like whiskey and like smoking a cigar like sans leg. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say anytime I meet someone <laughs> with a prosthetic, I'm like, you're sans leg. <laughs> I think most people would be cool about it. I mean, like I know a guy who is a professional shooter who doesn't have legs and they call him Lieutenant Dan. So. Anyway, really, do you get the joke? Yeah. Okay. No, I just, just didn't think it was that funny. Okay. So the, um, it's at the, uh, where the, it's not at the army medical museum. This is a liar. It's at the national museum of health and science. So basically he's a weirdo that like when he lost his leg, he was like, I mean, obviously a museum wants this. Right. So he mailed it to the museum, this museum, with like a cannonball and like a note. I'm trying to see if there's like a note where the, if they have like the, they know they have the note, but I'm kind of trying to see if there's like a translation of the note. Um, and so let's see, with the compliments of Major General DES uh, is what was on the uh, box visiting card, so. Um, and then there's a rumor, I don't know if it's ever been corroborated, that he used to go on like the anniversary of like when he lost his leg, he'd go and like cheers some whisky to it. Like he'd yeah. go visit it. Like, 
I wonder if that museum gift shop sells like replicas because that would I be was fun. like, uh, probably not, but that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's here on their website. It says, um, so this is, I'll just read it because it's short. Um, so Major General Dan Sickles, Union Third Army Corps, was struck by a cannonball during the Battle of Gettysburg. Sickles was on horseback when the 12-pound ball severely fractured his lower right leg. Sickles quieted his horse, dismounted, because <laughs> that's what you do, and was taken to a shelter where Surgeon Thomas Sims amputated the leg just above the knee. Shortly after the operation, the Army Medical Museum received Sickles' leg in a small box bearing a visiting car with the message with the compliments of Major General D.E.S., the amputation healed rapidly, and by September 1863, Sickles returned to the military service. For many years, on the anniversary of the amputation, Sickles visited the museum. Sickles' exploits extended beyond the Civil War. I forgot this part about him. Uh, he was the first defendant to successfully use the temporary insanity defense in the United States. In 1859, Sickles was found not guilty of the murder of his wife's lover, Philip Barton Key, the son of the composer of the National Anthem. <laughs> Uh, Sickles shot Key in Lafayette Square in Washington in a jealous rage after learning of the affair. Sickles served as a secret agent for President Lincoln. <laughs> it was appointed ambassador to, Sp to Spain by President Grant. I did not know that last part. I've, I remember hearing about the story about his, um, about the insanity defense uh, thing. Him Because he like, it was somewhat controversial that like his military career, like it impacted his military career. Apparently um, not too bad because he went yeah, to work for Lincoln bad. and then we know what happened to Lincoln. So I'm a little concerned <laughs> about his abilities. And then he still was appointed uh, <laughs> by President Grant. So uh, maybe like they all just really enjoyed that he donated his body to science. I mean, yeah. What a like what a move, though, to like mail. in. I don't know. We probably talked about this too much already on the podcast. It's supposedly about guns. But like, come on. I, <laughs> I just got my ball. my leg blown off so i'm going to mail it to a museum <laughs> please don't do that for the record to our listeners we don't do want we, we don't, don't want your like i will send it back legs. we will send it back we won't even open it because we're not allowed to send things back if we've opened it um okay so anyways but yes so, that is literally the perfect christmas present i could ever possibly receive yeah and then it would be done like there'd be no other presents i couldn't top it Nobody could ever top that. Like, I would never get another present again. I almost said president. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any more realistic gifts that are, that you would, that are on your wish list? Oh, that are like attainable? I don't know. Maybe not attainable, but maybe slightly more realistic. Somewhere between attainable and Dan Sickles' leg. I would totally buy a palm pistol. A palm pistol? Okay. Uh, those are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like anything weird. So like, pa oh, patent prototypes. I would love to get some patent prototypes. Yeah. And there are a few of those that are not in collections. They're out there. That's mildly attainable. Yeah. Mildly attainable. But I'd say I the palm pistol is probably the most attainable of anything that we've brought up so far. Palm pistols. Yeah. I can totally go to a gun show and buy that. Yeah. As long as I have a CNR. Is it a CNR? Um, some of those might, some of those are probably antiques. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Oh, we have to look up the five. We're there. such good curators. So good. Um, oh, you go. Um, are we still in slightly attainable, but not every day? Slightly or? attainable, but like, so like, is it slightly attainable as in nobody would know it was gone? If, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, here's one I can say that is not in um, the, there's, we don't have one in the museum collection. So if it, it can't disappear from the museum collection. Um, 
and this is really, really niche, and you're going to call me a nerd and say I'm boring, but the, and this is before Ian was like super famous, but a long time ago, there were like floating around out there, you could find Turkish like converted carbines, and they used them for their like essentially what is our like forestry service or their equivalent. And there's these like totally converted carbines that have been like cut down and snub nosed and their rifles and they're chambered for like eight label, which is kind of silly. And I don't know. I always found them kind of weird and odd and like quasi interesting. And I always wanted one. And then Ian did a video on them and I haven't seen one for sale ever since. So, um, so it ceased to become attainable. Right. It was just like one of these weird quirks of firearms history that I kind of like. Um, and they're all beat up and like rough cause they got used. Um, and yeah, I wanted, I, I've wanted one for a while, but I never got around to buying it back then. And now they're all gone. I would like get a Billy, the kid gun or something. One just sold, didn't it? Uh, yeah. I, was that one with questionable provenance though? Probably. Aren't they all? <laughs> Aren't they all that way? Um, all? But that, that moves away from the, we had, we had eked towards the attainable area of Christmas ideas and what we would like for ourselves to the, that goes back into the unattainable because that sold for Buku dollars. I want the Maxim magazine cover um, from I think the sixties or seventies where a blonde lady has, is she naked? <laughs> she naked. <laughs> and uh, she has a cartridge belt on as like a regular belt. I want that. That's um, attainable. In slightly more attainable things, um like see i couldn't get you any of the winchester posters because i think you've acquired you have most of them i don't have any of the bird busters oh those are around those are those show up again oh yeah they're super common they're just a little bit too clothed for my uh collecting <laughs> mission oh sorry i apparently i don't know you as well as i thought i did <laughs> there's literally like a naked lady behind me as we record this yeah we don't let people see the video, so it's fine. Although I've had a couple of business meetings where I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> um, I am trying to think of what I would like. What would be the best thing that you could like what I could like? I can't even like I'm not as good of a friend because I cannot come up with the Dan Sickles like alternative. The the Dan Sickles leg for equivalent for me. Yeah, I like I don't even know if I can think about it during this, but like I will remember like I will come up with something like six okay. months from now and you'll get like a random text in the middle of the night. <laughs> How is that any different from our regular conversations? I try to recognize when yeah, we I mean we're not like, at your house. But our text messages start from like and this is way off now. This is just into a view into our personal lives and not the podcast anymore. But our text messages start from zero to a hundred about weird gun topics yeah pretty much all the time all the time um and actually i was really good the other night i was gonna send you a text late at night of a screenshot um and i didn't and then the next morning you sent me that screenshot <laughs> we have a i don't know we have we a don't have to go there but it was just a it was just an instagram post by somebody and i liked that like i didn't send it to you because Camilla's I just saw it a little us. bit later. Camila's looking at us like, guys, guys. Wrap it up. This is terrible. Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, if you were building a gun museum, what would be your first acquisition? Oh, that's a, that's a good one. First acquisition if I'm building a gun museum. Um, 
Um, I think like I'm tempted to go like early, like we need a really good, cause then I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to build the chronology, but I think I would actually need like some really well-known like showstopper piece. Um, I don't know, like a Tiffany Winchester or something like that. Eh. You will, uh, you need a Tiffany Winchester that was actually like made by Tiffany and right, not right, right. like the Tiffany gripped, whatever. Right. Right. Um, like one of the originals. I don't know, but even that, I don't know. I'd have to get like some, I'd, it would, I want somebody like famous or like really embellished. Just, I don't know. It's really hard. Like, where do you start? Um, well, I think you start with deciding what your museum is going to be. Yeah. Like if you're just building a gun museum to tell firearms history, then you guys got to start with like, I don't know. A you can really start anywhere. I would think. Yeah. Uh, but no, I agree with you. A show stopping piece. Um, someone who's super famous. Um, I probably go the more macabre route. Um, so I'd probably go an assassination gun or a criminal gun um, so that people would actually come because everybody's obsessed with crime and cults. Uh, Charlie, Charlie Manson. Yeah. So you would be building the the morbid curiosity version. Yeah. I'd be building the more traditional version. I would still build a gun museum that talks about gun history, but I would like my first acquisition would be something that would definitely bring in people because they're messed up in the head. In my mind, I'm picturing these. I don't want to bring people who are messed up in the head, but like the average person's real into cults and crime right now. In my mind, I'm picturing these two museums across the street from each other. And like yours is like, oh, my God, maybe that would solve the entire museum issue with gun museums because yours would be incredibly pedantic. Ow. <laughs> well, like yours would be so technical, you know, and like you would yeah. have like all the little like nooks and cranny pieces. And then I would have the like total spectacle. So like we would solve the problem of like the, the dissonance in the gun museum world uh, where like the husbands or the wives who are super into technical stuff could go to your museum. And then anybody who didn't care about guns could come to mine. We could just sell the tickets that way. Like, yeah, we could just go in on this together. And it'll be full of Christmas wish list items. Every Christmas we'll acquire one new object. I've actually haven't got that many gun themed, like other than like the occasional book, I've never really gotten a lot of actual gun stuff as Christmas gifts. Usually I get them as like other things. Yeah. Um, I've gotten some boar calipers before. <laughs> That's that. If you had said, all right, I did get a gun themed thing once for Christmas. Guess what it was. It would not have been boar calipers. <laughs> I know, but people, I don't know. I got Mark a business card holder that had like a bullet on it. Oh, yeah. uh, my former intern gave me that Christmas present that one year. That's got the like blown out uh, cartridge. Yeah. You know. When you threatened me that they were doing a better job. <laughs> I think they were doing a better job. I said yeah. I was going to hire him. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We moved past the job evaluation. The hiring decision had been made. Yeah. Cause remember you didn't apply in the first round and we went on a hiring freeze. So he was going to be my assistant curator, even though he lacked a lot of experience, he made up for it with heart and hair and great, uh, great Christmas gifts. Yeah. And great Christmas gifts. I wonder if he listens to this. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're doing good, man. <laughs> but then, you know, he got a job and you applied. So there it is. There it is. Um, any closing thoughts? Camille, on oh, I got a closing question. Okay, go. Camila, 
I know that you don't want firearms in your house, but if you had to, if somebody held you at gunpoint and said, <laughs> Camila, what do you want for Christmas? That's a gun. P.S. Oh, yeah. Ashley might be the one holding you a gun. Don't say things like that. We're already stealing from museums. You in our minds. In our minds. Okay, but you are inaccurate. I do have guns in my home because Walter has guns. You just don't want one. Yeah, but you don't like for yourself. So what would you get if you had to? You get one of the pretty art ones. Solid. Solid. I. I support that. You can have Catherine the Great's blunderbuss. That'd be pretty yeah, cool. yeah. That would be a solid uh, start piece too, Danny. That would be a solid start piece. Flintlock, embellished and famous, and a woman. Checks all the boxes. It's gonna be the wokest museum on the planet. All right, guys. Well, this was just a mental exercise of Danny and I figuring out what we should get each other for Christmas, but can't because we have no money, nor can we acquire these things from museum collections. So we will talk to you next week. See ya.